0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Hey Amen. I understand I'm used up most of my time already. So. But you know what it's not always what I got ready It's what daddy wants to do, you know and uh you know daddy daddy knows where we're at i've i've uh I've seen daddy do things you know i'm not I'm not some great minister or whatever, so you know I'm just Brother Bruce. I think brother's my first name because I've been called Brother Bruce so long. So you know. But uh if this is your first time at Passion Church, welcome. You know. Uh Pastor Norris and Cindy Braswell are uh had to be out of town today. So uh they asked me to step in and and uh you know to uh, to serve you. Amen. That's what minister means. It means to serve. I'm here to serve you. Amen. And uh, to Jesus, Amen. That goes to Him. But you know, uh, you know, when God has wants to do something, we just let Him do it, Amen. You know, and uh, and He'll do it. You know, that's why it's so important. You know, when we do come together as one, you know, uh, we're a body, Amen. Everybody has a function. You know, the heart has a function. The lungs have a function. The fingers have function. But when we operate as one, amen, in unison, the body's at ease, amen. It's at peace. And when things are at peace, they flow well, amen. But when we don't come together as one, you know, and things, things begin to rub and things like that. But you know what? Thank God he, he's a healer. He can heal it and make it. Real good, amen. Amen. Because he loves us, amen. And each member of the body has an important part, an important part, amen. Every cell in your body is important, amen. Even the ones that fall off sometimes, you know, every day. You know, you got skin cells that wash off when you get in the bath, along with that dirt, you know. You know, all of it's important. It serves a purpose, you know. And in the eyes of our Heavenly Father, each one of them is important to Him. You know, the Scripture says not a sparrow falls to the ground that he doesn't know about. You can't lose a hair on your head, you know, when you're combing it or however it comes out, you know, without Him knowing about it and caring. You know, that's how much he loves us. Amen. Uh, You know, uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and step into this, you know, and it it won't be long, uh, you know, because how many minutes I got? About 10. (laughs) About 10. We might might do 15, but (laughs) I'll get in trouble. I'll take the blame for it, but we'll be out of here. But you know what? Uh -uh. One word from our Father, one word from our Lord Jesus can transform our lives. It can make everything new, you know. It can set the crooked places straight, amen. It can infuse us. (laughs) It can infuse us with all things that are good, amen. Amen. Hallelujah! Thank you, Father. Uh, go ahead and uh, God kind of jump falling out here now, but anyway, okay. I'm gonna tell you, uh, like I said, this is not gonna be long. But uh, even though I had a lot, <laughs> you know, I tell you, God, what I tell you, just it's hard for me to follow notes anyway, <laughs> but. You know, I know people, and not just here in this body, you know, in the body of Christ, but, you know, throughout the earth, there are people going through things. And that's not anything new, you know? It's happened to every generation, you know? It's not something that we invented with the millennial generation or Generation X or whatever they call them now, you know? It's not something new because there's somebody out there called the devil. Amen? And his purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. And he'll attempt to do that any way he can get away with it. Amen? Uh, uh, And to stop you from, number one, knowing the only true and living God who cares for you, who loves you, who made you to be just like him. The first man listened to the lie that the devil deceived, telling him, hey, God's hiding something from you. He don't want you to eat that because if you eat it, you're going to be just like him when he was already just like him. But see, we only find that out through fellowship with him. And not just fellowship because, I mean, he walked in the cool of the day with Adam every day. But still Adam missed it. So it's fellowship with that tree of life because there was two trees in the center of the garden. God only told them not to eat of one, but there was another one called the tree of life. And that wasn't just a tree, it was a person. It was Jesus. And see, our fellowship is not just, you know, reading the scriptures, all these things. It's with somebody somebody who is just like us as a matter of fact he put on some clothes and came down put on our kind of clothes not meaning these things right here this somebody told me this was called a kaftan. i uh, a, a nigerian brother gave it to me so he's i had another one uh, that a kenyan brother gave to me years ago and and uh, uh I liked it so much, and I was telling God, "I said, God, you know, I sure like to have some more of the these. These are nice; they're comfortable, and all I said, "You know," and this brother walked over. He said, "The Lord spoke to me; and told me to give you this." So I was like, "Well, thank you, Jesus." You know, you know, and I've been to Africa, you know, but you know what? Uh-uh. He put on clothes, meaning this kind of clothes, this birthday suit. So he can come down here and identify with us, not so much to identify with us, but to show us how to identify with him. And you know what? Even Jesus got weary. He went to, he was on his way to Jerusalem. See, Jesus' goal was to get to Jerusalem and pay a price for us. But one time on the way there, he stopped in a city called Samaria. And this is not my message, but I'm infusing it in here because i got to hook it in here somewhere to get to where he wants me to get. Anyway, you know, and he, he had to stop at this well because it was hot. It was the hottest part of the day. And, and here he is. He stops out there, and the Bible says he was weary. Imagine God got weary. But there are a lot of people in the world today that have become weary, they become faint. You know? They're ready to throw in the towel. They're ready to call it quits. And some of them do. They, young people, old people, taking their lives, not understanding what is right there for them. Not understanding. Or maybe they've never heard that there's somebody who cares. Somebody who loves them. Maybe they're being bullied in school. Maybe they lost their job. Maybe, you know, uh, they lost a business. Maybe they lost a house. I've lost a house before. Not proud of it, but I did. But God blessed me with another, you know, recently, you know. Got a good realtor. He's in here, you know. But, uh, uh, you know, lost, uh, maybe lost a loved one, you know. He said admit testimony. But anyway, he try, don't interrupt my message. <laughs> He's trying to help the Holy Ghost out. But you know, lost a loved one, lost a child, that's one of the worst losses to lose somebody, a child or anything like that. but any loss is it hurts. It doesn't matter who it is. The scripture says God don't even delight in the death of the wicked. Because he's not willing that any should perish. But that all should come to the saving knowledge of the truth. To know Jesus. He didn't come to condemn, but he came to save. You know? But there's so many people who are at that point. You know? They leave church, you know, because, you know, they're at that point. And they go hopping around. Some of them eventually get out of the church. Because they... Like Adam in that day, they weren't hooking up intimately with the son of the living God, with the tree of life, you know? But daddy has me here today to tell you don't quit. Don't give up. Don't throw in the tile Towel. I said tile. <laughs> don't throw in the tile. wall Amen. I got a temporary breach in. But anyway, uh, don't give up. Don't quit. Because your victory, your answer, your breakthrough is closer than you really realize. But you know what? We have to do some things. Amen. Uh, turn with me to Galatians. How many minutes I got? Probably about one or two. Please. <laughs> huh? Oh, he, oh, he, oh, that grew didn't it? Oh, praise the Lord! I like him. My I minutes mean, growing. Uh, we gotta get kind of watch he's got. Kind of watch he's got. Amen. Galatians chapter six. We're gonna try to get somewhere real quick tonight. And, and, and the Holy Ghost is going to get it to you because you're going to hear what he has for you. Amen. Pay attention to what he's saying. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm anointed to speak it. Galatians chapter 6, starting in verse 5. For each one shall bear his own load, and the King James says burden. And we have a lot of those in life that's a that's the reason a lot of us get to those places we get to the place where we feel so overwhelmed so burdened you know king david one of god's favorite kings in the earth you know uh who he said he's he said even his son jesus who was before david but he was also the seed of david he said he was gonna be like david that's an honor you know, but really it was David being like, already have been like him because he was before David. Anyway, y'all get that. But he said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Amen. And the reason a lot of times we stay overwhelmed is because of where we're focused, what we're thinking about, what we're looking at. Amen. But in Galatians six: five professor so for each one shall bear his own load let him let him who is taught in the word and, and and if you don't understand what's going on now, you're being taught in the word but this ain't the only place you get taught in the word amen if you're in your if in your word daily daily, I'm not telling you how much to take daily, but if you're in your word daily, there's a teacher who's the teacher of all teachers who's actually the one be teaching. I'm, I'm trying to allow to teach through me today. The Holy Spirit. He'll guide you in all truth. Amen. He'll guide you. He'll lead you. He'll show you things to come. You know? It will just yield to him. Amen. He said, uh, but let him who is taught in the word sharing all good things with him who teaches. That's what we were talking about earlier about. Just taking time to to bless him, you know, he, you know, and and in your all giving of offerings and everything, you know, like I said, men receive it here, but really, it's it's something it's happening up there, and so that's a way you can do fulfill that verse right there. But he said, "Do not be deceived; God is not mocked, for whatever a man what that will he will also reap." For he who sows to his flesh will other flesh reap. Now, a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times, this is how we get in those places. Not everybody, not everybody, you know. But sometimes we've all been here in some kind of way, so, you know, I hope I'm not trying to look too more holy than I up here, you know, because I've been in a, more than probably some of y'all. But, you know, we we sometimes we... We, we uh, uh, kind of dig our own little holes, you know. You know, and, 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 and we need to make some adjustments. Amen? You know, I don't mind saying that because I have to tell myself <laughs> plenty times, you know. I don't mind telling somebody else because I love you. See, people have gotten where they don't even want to say, I mean, you don't condemn anybody, but encourage them, you know. Encourage them in love. Amen. Encourage them. Hey, there's something better. You know, God has better for you, a better way. You know, don't judge him. You know, because you, the Bible says you better consider yourself. Why are you even doing that? Because you can be in the same place. Amen. You know, uh, uh, but encourage them. For uh, uh, he who sows to the flesh, the flesh wreaks corruption. You know, but he who sows to the spirit to the things of the word of God, to the life of God that he's placed in them, shall of the spirit reap what? Ever, said, everlasting life. And it's not just talking about living a long time. It's talking about what Jesus said when he said, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it what? Uh, abundantly. abundantly. He's talking about that abundant life. You know, and that abundant life comes from sowing in the spirit, from taking what God gives you in the word and allowing him to help you carry it out and manifest it in your life where you begin to eat the fruits of it, but also others begin to eat off of it too. Amen? Amen. Okay. And let us not grow, what? Weary or faint. Faint. Of heart while doing what good good is sowing to the spirit amen you do that when the Holy Ghost prompts you to say smile at that person to just cut you off in the road or you're at work and that person just irritates you and God says, hey won't you buy them lunch what not the way they treat me Lord nah you uh, know buy them lunch God they won't even give me a raise right here and Pouring more work on me. You talking about buying them lunch. You know? Yes, buy them lunch. You know? Because, see, you know what? God's working. You know? Number one, on us. Because I'm preaching to myself, too. He's working on us. But he also's trying to reap a harvest in another life, but also bring you a harvest for your life, amen and see it's tied to situations like that and we don't even realize it sometimes we just think it'd be little attitudes going on but God be doing something help me Jesus <laughs> amen therefore as we have opportunity let us do good to all especially uh-oh, those who are the household of faith that's talking about believers because sometimes the people we hurt the most are the ones we, we love in the church, but also in our natural families. Amen? So, God made us a promise. He's promising these things. And he has something for us if we choose to stay the course, even if we've blown it. You may have blown it. And and all these things are coming on you and things like that. And you're thinking, and the devil's, devil's condemning you and lying to you and saying, oh, see there? Uh, You did that, and and so this is judgment from God. Uh Uh-uh. That's not what it Mm -mm. It's not judgment from God. It's fruit from our actions, but it's not judgment from God. God said his word out there a long time ago. His judgment's going to happen in the end, but there is some judgment that happens sometimes when God says, okay, I got to take care of this. But sometimes we call it the world calls it cause and effect. When you do something and get an effect, you know, you throw water on uh, while you're frying some fish on the on the stove or something like that. You throw some water in there while it's hot. It's gonna do something, ain't it? And if you're in the way, you are gonna get burned. <laughs> you know that's cause and effect. You know. Now, did the grease do it to you? In some ways it did because it burnt you, but it wasn't the cause. It didn't start it. It was just sitting there doing what it's supposed to do, frying that fish, you know. But see, the cause was you, you threw some water in it. But see, there's an answer. Go get some butt out of the refrigerator and rub it on there be all right. Unless it's real bad you rush to the hospital. But anyway, you know, even if you've blown it, God's, God's promise is still good for you. Unless you've blown it to a place where you're blown off the earth, then he can't do anything for you then. But if you save, he will receive you in heaven, you know, because I hear people say, you know, there's always God that, you know, even if you've blown it, there's always an answer. Sometimes if you blow it too far, ain't. the answer ain't the one you want. <laughs> Amen. You know speaking the truth in love. So, you know, we got we to gotta walk soberly and humbly before God, you know. We can't just do what we want to do, amen, because there is cause and effect. But if you have blown it and you're still here, hey, praise God. God's a redeemer. He's merciful. He's good. And he's a restorer, amen. Okay, how many? I'm, I know I'm about out of time. Okay, turn to Isaiah chapter 40. This is really what's but uh the theme scripture. I encourage you to read this chapter. Whether today or this week, but read it, write it down to read it, cause it's it's good. By Isaiah chapter 40. I'ma start in uh, uh well I'm gonna read verse uh, uh verse one here, but uh uh read the whole chapter and then I'm gonna jump down to verse twenty-five. Isaiah chapter forty. Praise the Lord. You're good, Father. God starts off, and he's talking to Israel, the people he chose out. He told Israel, he said, is that my bell ringing? Oh, okay. (laughs) Shut up and get out here. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, uh, (laughs) Uh-uh. You know, uh-uh. I know. (laughs) Okay. You know. Uh, God speaking to Israel, a, a people he chose, God has called you and he's chosen you for himself to be with himself, you know, because he wants you. God loves family. He's about family. But he chose Israel. And he, he told them one day, he said, I didn't choose you because you were some great nation. United States. Thank God for the United States because he called them when they weren't a great nation for the purpose that he was even using Israel for, you know, to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. But, you know, he said, I didn't chose you because you were some great nation. You know, I didn't chose you because you had all this money or all this wealth or, or you were so smart or whatever it might be that you thought you had. He says, as a matter of fact, you were the smallest. You just was a family starting out. You know? He said, but I chose you because I loved you. See, the scripture says we love him because what? He first loved us. You know? God chose him, and God has chosen you. But he's, he starts off to him, he said, Comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. You know, the Bible says in the New Testament, you know, mainly in the New Testament, but it's also happening in the Old Testament. But that prophecy, prophecy is for edification, exhortation, and comfort. You know? God wants you comforted. You notice I didn't say comfortable. Because, see, God stirs his nest like the eagle do. He take all, when the eaglets get a certain age, he take all the feathers out. And underneath those feathers, they don't know they've been sitting on the bed of ease all that time, but then there's these little prickly things that start sticking them, you know, and like, ooh, where'd it come from? I did something get into the nest? You know? Uh, but that what stuck me out. You know, I start get getting uncomfortable. You know, because it's time for something. And see sometimes when things start happening in our lives. You know, and it starts getting uncomfortable. It's not always the devil. Sometimes God is stirring a nest because he's trying to get us to another phase in our lives or in our purpose that he has for us. And he'll stir the nest. Actually the nest is already he just take the he just takes all the ease out and then be like, oh, man, I can't, ain't able to sleep, ain't able to do this and all stuff. And it's like, man, I got to get out of here. And you leap out there, and there you go. Didn't know you could do it. Didn't know you could do it. You're out there because it was time. But let's uh, uh, go to verse 25. Now, don't try to jump out there before time. When everything's good and flowing, go with the flow. Stay comfortable. Stay in his comfort. You know, God. And see, because I've been there. I've jumped out there before my time and things, and it ain't nice. You know, if you ain't able to fly and you jump out and boom, boom, you know. But thank God he's a lifter up. Of our heads, Amen. You know, but you know, uh, you there in verse twenty-five? I'm taking up too much time, ain't I? Somebody said yes. I was looking. No, you all right? No, I thought just kidding. (laughs) Verse twenty-five. You there? Who said yes? (laughs) That you, Rosie? I didn't think it was. That sounded like it came from in here somewhere. (laughs) I love you anyway. No, no. Uh, Verse twenty-five. You there? okay to whom then will you liken me cause God goes to that's why I want you to read the rest of it cause there's so much good stuff in there that God wants to tell you tell me but he gets to this point and he says to whom then will you liken me or to whom shall I be equal says the holy one lift up what your eyes where's our focus where's our focus when all these things are happening when we feel like I just can't take it anymore or, or this is just too much for me where is our focus what you focus on you go towards you know where's where, where are we looking you know Jehoshaphat when three armies came against Israel you know, outnumbered Israel, you know, and, 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 and they didn't, and They just had blown it. Jehoshaphat just had blown it as the king, you know, and here three armors are coming against them. They could have said, oh, God's going to get us because we blew it, you know, my fault, you know, but he didn't do that, you know. They called the fast, and then they, in the fast, God moved on somebody who was no-named, you know, they had a name, but, you know, they wanted somebody big or whatever, you know, they stood up and they prophesied. Said, hey, don't fear this vast army that'll come against you from the Syrians and the Mount Syria and all these people, you know. He said, but, but, but the Lord is with you, you know. He said, you know, go forward and send Judah first. And you know, they, Judah went forth singing a song, I believe it's Psalm 118, I might have a song wrong, but it's somewhere in there. We then went forth singing, praise you, Lord of hosts, for you are good for your mercy it forever. Praise you, Lord of hosts. For you are good. For your mercy it forever. That's all they went singing for. You know, you defeated Ah, uh, 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 King of Bashan, and, and that other king. You know, they went forth telling about God what you have done in our lives already. Not just in us that is in the generation, what you did for this generation, God. God, you're good. Your mercy it forever. Because people have been blowing it all along since Adam. You know, God's not so much worried about what got blown. He's saying, okay, who am I to you? I know who you are to me. I love you. My mercy endures forever for you. Amen. You know, but they went singing forth, you know, and God out of their singing because they sent Judah means to pray, to celebrate. They sent the dances and the praises first, you know. They just didn't send Molly and the girls, oh, it's me. They sent the dancers and the praise, and they went praising. Thank you, Jesus. You are the redeemer of Israel. Thank you. They went praising. And God's like, oh, man. Oh, oh. He's, he got you dancing. You know, he got the praise, got the. And you know what? He said, ambushments. And those angels went down there. He, they caused confusion in the camp, and then they start fighting each other. The Bible says when a man's way or a woman's way please the Lord, He'll make even their enemies at peace with them. And if they don't want to get at peace, he'll get them out the way. You know? He said, and they defeated them without even slinging a sword. They just praised God. And when they got there, all they had to do is, oh, man, that's gold, there's silver, there's all. They just took home the spoils. You know? Got it, cause God told him, hey, this fight ain't yours. I'm gonna fight for you. Because you're looking at me. Where are your eyes? Oh, I gotta hurry up. I gotta hurry up. Okay. Lift up your eyes and see who has created these things, who brings because he got through talking about the heavens and all that stuff. A greatness of his mind and the strength of his power. Not one is missing. God said, I'm done all this, I ain't one I'm missing. What's missing in your life? Because we ain't allowed God to get a hold of it. Amen. I'm talking to myself too now. Okay. All right. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? Oh, he don't, even, he don't even know I'm here. Not that you're hiding from him. He said, he don't even recognize that I'm here. He said, why are you saying that? You don't forgot about me, God. He said, and my just claim is passed over by my God. Have you not known? Glory to God. See, that was Adam, what he did in the beginning. He walked with God and all these things, but he didn't know. He didn't know. And God said, Have you not known? Let me find my place. Have you not heard? Faith cometh by And hearing by the, see, that's why God said, I'll speak a blessing over you. Because it infuses faith. And see, without that faith, it's impossible to what? Please him. Because he that comes to him must first believe that he is, he is what? God is love. God is faithful. And that he is a rewarder. Jehoshaphat then went and collected the roars. That's all they did. He's a reward of them that diligently seek him. Amen. Okay. Have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary? Yeah, but you just said, Jesus, God got weary earlier. Yeah, God in the flesh did. Because he was 100% God, but he was also 100% man. He came to show us what our purpose was. That's why he said things like this. These same works that I'm doing, hey, you'll do too. You'll cast out devils. You'll heal the sick. You'll raise the dead. All these things. You'll comfort people. You'll minister to people. Not because you're somebody great, but because of the one that's in you. That's right. Greatness. The great one is in you. Amen. Alright, all right. All right. Uh, where am I? The creator of the end of earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives what? Power. 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 Force. Vigor. Strength. The the, the uh, New Testament word, the Greek word is dunamis. We're, like Pastor Norris said last week, we get our English word dynamite. You remember a uh, long time ago, some day, I think they're showing reruns, kid dynamite. <laughs> yeah. He said, I'm kid dynamite, you know. And you know what, he had something there. You know, he was the one in the family that was always encouraged and and happy. You know, because he, 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 you know, he might not be, I don't know if he's looking at God, I don't think he was, but 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 he saw something in himself. Even the world, when they see something in themselves, you know what? They do great things, you know. They were going to build a tower to heaven to reach God. And God said, hey, they're one, they're in unity, and there's nothing impossible for them if they stay in unity and they keep seeing something in themselves. So God had to come down there and confuse them. Amen? But someone's in you. He said, I give power to the faint or to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. Lord, you're the strength of my life, my portion forever. Even the youth. See, we always say, man, I wish I was younger again. I remember those days. But he said, even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall if you're dependent on yourself. But those who wait, that word wait there means not only waiting like a waiter waits on a table serving them, saying, can I do anything for you? Is there anything you need? You know what? Daddy likes to hear that. Daddy, is is there something you want me to do? Is there something I can get for you? And then all of a sudden we feel Holy Ghost says, yeah, give me hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hey, see, Holy Holy Ghost there, help us, you know? He'll answer those questions, you know? But not only does uh, 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 it mean that, but it means to expect. That word wait there means to expect. Those who wait, not only serve, but expect the Lord. You know, they expect him what? To do what he said he will do. Amen. To do what he said he would do. To give you what he said he was going to give you. Amen. To make you who he said he was going to make you. You know, a woman, she's expecting. That's what they call it when she's pregnant. They call her, I'm expecting. What is she expecting? A baby. A baby. Well, I don't see no baby. I don't, see, I don't see anything look like it, baby. I ain't going to say the rest part because I don't want to offend nobody. But, you know, but she says it confidently because she has inside knowledge and it's been confirmed, you know. And, and every now and then she'll get another confirmation when that thing gets a little old and start kicking, you know, and all those things, you know. Start getting uncomfortable and they want to get out like the nest, you know. But, you know, but she's expecting expecting someone just like herself, just like the one who her husband, you know, she's expecting. And she waits. She serves it. She does everything to make sure that baby's going to be all right. She said, oh, you you good in there? You need some food? I need, oh, okay, I guess I got to eat some extra this week, you know. Oh, I got taste for this thing right here, you know. But anyway, she's expecting, serving and waiting, but expecting. On, and at the due season, as we read earlier, all of a sudden, oh, oh, oh I think my water broke too, ah. Oh. you know, <laughs> y'all forgive me, but anyway, Paulette's back there like, she has to deal with this at prison with me, but anyway, you know, and she rushes off, to see the fulfillment of that expectation. And even though it might have been uncomfortable for a while. And even though going through it might be very painful. I know I'm way well, but I, uh, I'm hearing the Holy Ghost. Even though it's going painful. But the Bible says, you know, just like Jesus, when he endured the pain and the suffering of the cross. It says, because of the joy that was set before him, he endured the suffering and the shame. Suffering blood, losing his very life. And that woman going through that pain, the Bible says, uh, uh, after that child, after that expectation comes forth, you know, all that pain is forgotten about because of the joy that is setting before them. See, she sees the joy that's set before them. And she's encouraging herself because on that table, at least from the, the movies and the, and the things I see on TV, they're like, oh, I can't take it all. Oh, get him out of here. Oh. She, she's in pain and doing all these things, you know. But somebody's there. There's a coach there saying, come on, push. You can do it. Push. Not much further. Push. Come on. Come, don't give up don't give up something's at stake here something's valuable something you're even desiring with all of your heart don't give up don't quit don't throw in the towel push and then all of a sudden you know <laughs> I know it was kind of weak but, <laughs> but, uh, but you know that baby comes out and the whole atmosphere changes a whole new purpose is starting to make manifest. Fruit, Fruit. is come forth in the air. And see, that's what daddy has for you. Purpose. Fruit. Fruit that remains. Fruit that, you know what? It's going to make a difference when you don't give up. When you don't quit. Amen. Amen. He gives power to the faint. And he increases strength. We have stand up with me. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it, and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassionchurch.